unless you're doing this podcast thing, you're not even going to comprehend the difficulty of just getting one episode out, especially when you're on your own and, you know, you still have a normal life. You got to go to work. You got to do all that crazy crap. But anyway, it's difficult, man. What's going on, yo? What's going on? What's going on? See, welcome back. I am just tripping, man. Welcome back to Conspiracy, Fears, and Mystery CFM podcast. And I'm your host, Ralphie. And, man, I again, how difficult it is to get an episode out. I apologize again. Look, I'm doing two episodes a month because it's just hard to do them on your own every week. I try to have that Friday, but then, you know, things come up. Oh, I got an appointment on Friday with my son, so I can't stay up too late or I got to do something on Friday or whatever, work and stuff. If you see how I'm recording right now, you'll be like, what the heck? I'm actually in a, in my car. <laughs> I'm recording in my car. So if you hear something in the background, uh, my apologies. Okay? For whatever you, you hear something in the background. But uh, it's crazy. So before we even get into it, uh, let's see. We've I've got, <laughs> I've got my other little hobby that I guess that I got into very relaxing, which is besides my cigars. Is my gardening. Yes. 250 pound guy. Likes to garden. Um, I've always wanted to really garden. I used to grow little like beans when I was living in New York. But I, I was growing them in a fire escape. They didn't last too long. You can imagine. I know anything. I still don't, don't know much. But with the help of YouTube. I'm able to look at how to grow my. um, You know my garlic. And, and my, all my other stuff. I got garlic. Potatoes. I got all kinds of crazy shit, man. It's really good. Really, really, really good. I'm excited. I bought some planters, these big planters that this guy makes. I bought four of them uh, for 200 bucks. They're huge, and which is not bad. Two, uh, bought, I gave one to my mom, and I kept three of them. I got two of them already filled with, I learned how to mix the soil and everything, and blah, blah, blah. And all that. I got free soil from a guy who's doing his yard. He got all the soil out, so, you know, that that was good. Uh, so, you know, that that's a, that's a great thing. But anyway, so today, today, man, we're going to be talking about curses or a curse. Uh, one particular one. And then I'm just going to discuss general, you know, just the curse. The Lord's curse. We believe in curses, you know, when uh, and I'm not talking about the words, fuck this and then whatever. And yes, actually, when you if you look back and you root why we call like for example a certain word a curse is because there were certain things that you said that people believed would curse you so if you said a certain thing maybe a certain sentence or a certain name they'd be like oh that's a curse meaning you're gonna get bad luck you might die you might whatever your crops won't grow whatever the case may be is a curse so that's where the name you know where the where the term curse curse word you know, came from. So when you say fuck or that or whatever, that oh, that's a curse. Don't say that. You know, but you know, we all know that. You know, whatever. It can be. But today we're gonna be talking about fl- the curse flight one ninety one. And the reason why this I wanted to talk about this flight ninety one ninety one or this particular number, I guess, is because I was watching a um, I was watching one of my documentaries that I watch, whatever, and. It, uh, the second episode uh, was this. It was called, I forgot what the documentary was. I watched a, a ton of, you know, uns, uh, mysteries and all that stuff. 
um, and it was like the curse of Flight 191. Now, I had heard of this before, but I never looked into it, never really stopped to, you know, be like, oh, what is this? So it was kind of it was kind of something like, uh, you know, it was something that I, it was kind of it's new to me. It's really new to me. But um, I, I looked. I watched it and I was intrigued. I was like, oh my God, that sounds like something I want to talk about, man. So I did, I just did a little bit of digging just to kind of be able to talk about something here. Now, like I said before, curses stem back from probably the beginning of time. We pre- it probably wasn't called a curse. It was called something else. But um, either way, the, the, the concept of it has always been around. From, you know, when we get witches and goddesses and, you know, gods and all that. They say, oh, the gods are going to curse you. You know, the gods are going to curse us and our land is not going to produce any crops, any soil or any good soil, whatever. People, you know, whatever. God's going to curse us and, you know, you're gonna, your firstborn is going to die, whatever the case may be. In the case of Flight 191, um, it is a number that's been associated with you know with a lot of crashing the, those numbers one nine and one and not even in that particular order i mean you can only put them in three probably three orders it's three it's three digits nine one 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 nine one and and one one nine you know i haven't anything with one one nine i don't want anything here to do with that but now, normally what happens um, when it comes to flights, right? When it comes to flights and then when there's a situation, for example, the flight numbers from 9-11, ha, 9-11, 9-1-1, there goes those numbers again. But the flight numbers from 9-11 uh, are retired. N- normally when uh, something happens with a flight and they have that number, right? For example, if let, let's say flight 1, 2, 3, 4, um, you know, had an act crashed or whatever. People were killed, people were hurt, or whatever the case may be. They normally won't use that number anymore. They'll retire that number, they'll skip it. So most likely you will not see a flight 191. I I, I probably won't get on it. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. I probably will not get on that. Um if if for example I'm flying from here to Los Angeles for whatever reason, I won't see any reason for me to go to California, but um if I'm flying from here to Los Angeles and uh, it was flight one ninety one. No. So um, it's, it's, you know, it's a real iffy thing. So, but they retire the number. So you'll probably see flight 190 and then 192, you know, and then, and so on and so forth, unless something happens with them. Well, 191, the, probably the most famous accident. And I hate to, I hate to put that, um, I hate to put that as like a famous, I mean, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, the fame that it has is from this accident. So, um, is uh, American Airlines Flight 191, 1979, crashed shortly after takeoff from Chicago O'Hare Airport, killing 273 passengers. Now you have um, Aeroflight 191 in 1963 that crashed on a final approach to Asha. To Ashgabat Airport, killing 12 people. You have X-15 Flight 191, 1967, or X-15 Flight 36597, experimental test plane that broke apart in flight, killing the test pilot. You have Prenair Flight 191, 1972, that crashed in Mercedita Airport in Ponce, Puerto Rico, 
killing five people. And of course, the American Airlines Flight 191 I just spoke about. You have Delta Airlines Flight 191 in 1985 that crashed while on final approach to Dallas-Fort Worth, killing 137. Right? Um, you have um, the Comair Flight 5191 in 2006 that crashed on takeoff from the wrong runway at Lexington. Kentucky killing 49 people. The five in the flight number was only for code sharing. Code sharing uh, purposes with Delta Airlines. And um and all in all their all their uh all their comms, all their communications, the call sign was Comair 191. You have JetBlue flight 191 in 2012. A flight from New York John F. Kennedy Airport to Las Vegas, Nevada. And it diverted to Amarillo or Amarillo, Texas, due to erratic pilot behavior. Um, I actually heard the recording of that. Uh it was pretty I don't know, it was it was pretty intense. It was pretty intense. Um because it's it, it, I don't know, you know. You believe the, if you believe the 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 lure, you know. You believe the hype or the, whatever of this, you know. It, it's, it's like even though that one didn't crash, it's still like yo, the pilot just went crazy. <laughs> That is pretty eerie. Now that is JetBlue Flight One Ninety One. He guy had just had a panic attack. Now that could happen. That could happen to anyone. It could happen anywhere. It could happen to you know what I mean anything. It just panic attacks happen, right? But it just it happened on a flight that is synonymous with bad luck. One ninety one. Another one ninety one. Now. The American Airlines Flight 191, that's probably the one that, even though there was ones before that and after, that's probably the one that stands at the uh, at the spearhead of this just because it was the most tragic. There's footage of it. There's pictures of it. It's ridiculous. I mean, it, everybody passed away in that flight. Everybody. It was just 273 fatalities. So... Let's read about that flight real quick, and then we'll talk about the bad luck stuff. Um, so American Airlines Flight 191 was a regularly scheduled passenger flight operated by American Airlines from O'Hare International Airport in Chicago, Illinois, to Los Angeles International Airport in Los Angeles, California. And on May 25, 1979, the McDonnell Douglas DC-1010 operating this flight was taken off from runway 32 Romeo when it crashed into the ground after the left engine detached all 258 passengers and 13 crew on board were killed along with two people on the ground with 273 fatalities total it is the deadliest aviation accident to have occurred in the united states now the national transportation safety board found that 
as the aircraft was beginning its takeoff rotation. Engine number one, the left engine, because it goes from the left to the right. So you go uh, when when you see the four on the on the big um, like the seven forty sevens and the big jets. Um, I've I've worked on planes not that big. I worked on smaller you know military stuff and all that. But you count the engines from the left to right. So the left wing, you got one, two, three, four. So engine one on the left separated from the left wing. It just separated. It just came off. Flipping over the top of the wing and landing on the runway as the engine separated from the aircraft, it severed um, hydraulic fluid lines that locked the wing's leading edge slats, that flap, in place and damaged a three-foot section of the wing, uh, the wing's leading edge. Now... Aerodynamic forces acting on the wind resulted in an uncommanded retraction of the outboard slats. So, meaning the plane was not normal. It was going erratic. It, the, you know, the, the flaps or the slats that are on the wing is what makes the plane, you know, um, up and down, tilt left and right using the force of the wind. You know, using wind force or drag or whatever. So, you know what I mean? Um as the aircraft began to climb, the damaged left wing with no engine produced far less lift. So it was going down. It wasn't lifting and it stalled. Then um, it, it it produced less lift, stalled than, than the right wing. With its slats still deployed and its engine providing full takeoff thrust, the disrupted and unbalanced aerodynamics of the aircraft caused it to roll abruptly to the left until it was partially inverted reaching a bank or an angle of 112 degrees, which is just on its side. It's just, just sideways, you know. And that a plane that size really is not made to do those kind of maneuvers. So it's really uncomfortable because of the weight. You got all the stuff on the bottom shifting. Unlike a fighter jet where everything is balanced, you know, when all the armament is on and all the, all, you know, all the munitions are on it, it's balanced. It's and, and, you know, you have a maximum of two pilots in a fighter jet, you know, it's just a whole different jet. It's made to do those kind of maneuvers. So it probably would have been a little bit different. Um, anyway, before crashing in an open field by a trailer park. So that's more people on the bottom. Because we don't think about that sometimes, guys. When things crash, when planes crash, you also got to think about where it crashes. You know? If it crashes in a in the woods, then, you know, you know, crashes in the woods, you're going to have some fatalities. Some animals might die, maybe... Hopefully nobody's around or hopefully no animals around either. But, you know, it's going to happen. You know, trees are going to get knocked down. They're going to burn, blah, blah. If it crashes in a residential area, if it crashes in the middle of the city, my God, that's, man. I mean, you've got 9-11. Look what happened in 9-11, okay? But anyway, the engine's separation was attributed to damage to the pylon structure holding the engine to the wing caused by improper maintenance procedures used at american airlines in proper maintenance so now it's improper maintenance so it's human error right i mean once you hear improper maintenance all improper maintenance you know and then and that's for the people who are thinking the boo just like ah, i don't believe in the thing or who think in the box or who don't you know who <laughs> don't bother themselves to think of anything else it's just improper maintenance which is horrible uh, in itself i'm not saying it's good but i'm just saying that's what we 
narrow it down to improper maintenance. That's all it was. Some guy didn't, you know, he should go to whoever or, you know, American Airlines got sued. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what happened with that. Um, All the other flights have a logical explanation. But what isn't logical or what is what makes this really strange is that they all carry the same number. Now, this wouldn't even be an episode. This wouldn't even be a thing. This would, I wouldn't even have research material like this if um, Aeroflight uh, 191 from 1963 was Aeroflight 87 and X-15-191, Flight 191 from 1967 was X-15 Flight, you know, 128 and so on. You know what I mean? If only American Airlines Flight 191, 1971 was the only one, 191 that crashed, maybe if it was only two, this wouldn't be a thing. But you've got numerous 191s. I mean, the odds of you having that same number, you know what I'm saying? Because I believe, um, you know, they, I mean, the odds <laughs> of you having the same number, you know what I mean? And just, and having an accident with the same number are astronomical. There's, you know, there's four-digit numbers. There's, you know, uh, planes get four-digit numbers, three-digit numbers, two-digit numbers. You know what I mean? And for that, for all these 191s to crash. And we, uh, you know, we tend to, it's, you can see, now we tend to, you can see how it is easy to put that stigma on it. Man, this thing is cursed. This number is cursed. I don't want it. And then to top it off. It's not even that sequence of 191. It could be 911. What happened to 911? 911 is the emergency number. When you call 911, normally it's not for something good. It's not because, hey, I got some cookies. You know, I want to share them. No. When you call 911, it's because something bad, unfortunately, is happening, might happen, or happened. You know what I mean? I mean, we associate that number. And, again, we've associated curses and everything with... Uh, uh, with certain things that happen. And now, what happens a lot of times also, just to play devil's advocate here, because I believe in a lot of things, so I have this podcast, is, is that uh, when you, when you, um, when you think, when you think like that, look, I come from a heavy Catholic and Christian family, you know, on the islands, we believe a lot of stuff. I spoke about this before when I uh, talked about either something uh, paranormal or anything. We believe in a we believe in a lot of stuff. We like, oh no, it's bad luck to do this. Don't you know? Don't do that. Don't you know? Don't spill the salt. You know, things like that. Those little things. We believe in it. What happens is, um, let's say you have a mirror. You know, it's just a mirror. It's just melted sand, and and you break it. Oh no! Then all of a sudden, you know, you catch a flat tire. You know, you or you, you lose your job. You know what I mean? Your girlfriend or your boyfriend breaks up with you. Whatever. You know, then you, you're associating, you're immediately going to associate it with that. You have to. And the reason I think we do that is a peace of mind. Believe it or not. I know it sounds weird. Peace of mind. Bad luck. Right. Curse. Oh, it's a curse. I have a curse that, you know, that's why I'm having is It's not anything I'm doing. It's, it's the curse. It's easier to blame something else than it is to say I did it. But at the same time, when you look at something like this, I mean, everything. I think everything in life is math. When you look at something like this, the odds of something like this being associated with the same number, you know, there's been other crashes, other incidents, other planes, you know, with other numbers. But 
you're talking about, you know, but how many, uh, what was the other flights? I can't even remember all the flights right now because I got 191 stuck in my head. Um, uh, the other number of flights, uh, flight 23, uh, um, flight 103, Pan Am flight 103. How many, how many 103s have gone down or, you know, have had an incident? I, I only know Pan Am flight 103. You know, um, there's not, you know, it's like, okay, this is associated with bad luck. We also, um, when the Titanic, when the Titanic took off, right, and it's made in sail, which it only sailed once, and then it, you know, it hit the iceberg and it went down. Before it left, the, you know how they, they, they break the bottle. This is the, what I've heard, they break the bottle on it, whatever. The captain... The captain said, uh, I think I think he actually said it on the news thing when they interviewed. He said, nobody, not even God, can sink this ship. And as we all know, it only had one one uh voyage because whatever you want to believe in, but uh I'm gonna say God proved him wrong. God said, Oh, hold my beer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and so, you know, we you know, this this I think there are coincidences, but I also think there are forces beyond what we know that contribute to certain things. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. We think we know shit because we know science. We don't know shit. We're, and we're going to be freaking surprised when truth starts coming out. I, I don't think we're even at the mindset to learn at the next level. We're going to be super surprised. You know, I if we learn any ounce of truth to anything, anything, if we learn anything else about the universe that is true, that we can verify like set in stone, not theories, because we have a bunch of scientific theories, but we're going to be very, very surprised. We're going to be, I'm talking about it'll, like our brains will just melt because it'll be too much for us to handle. You know what I mean? We find out we live in like, like, you know, we find out we live in a grain of sand. And I know you're saying we do live in a grain of sand because the universe is so big. No, but like if we actually, if, you know, if we find out we're in a giant fish tank and like in somebody's fish tank and we're just pets, from you know, we're, we're somebody's sea monkeys. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're going to be in a world of shit, man. We're not ready for any of that. You know, so it's better to. For the people who are skeptics, it's better to be a skeptic. It's a it's a it's a safety mechanism. It's like no, no, I don't I don't want this to be true. I'm a skeptic because I don't want this to be true, because I'm not ready to I'm not ready to accept this. All right, let me just accept what they teach me because it's easier. I've been taught this since I was little, and that's it. It's what it is. But I think there's more out there. I think there are I think there are curses. I think there are bad omens oh because everything I think everything is math, and when you associate a certain um, and it could be, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, is there bad numbers? There could be, you know, and maybe there's a bad energy associated with the number. You know what I mean? Um, like when we look for a frequency on a radio, it's a number we got to put in to find that frequency. That one nine, that frequency, 191 or 19N1, is just bad. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, man, I'm sitting here in the woods doing this podcast and i think i am done so that's all i got for you this week man 
Hopefully, I can come next week with something crazy or maybe some more um, uh, true crime. Uh, it all depends what I see, what I think. Um, if you want, if there's something that you want me to research, talk about, or whatever, you can go ahead and you can message me on um, Anchor FM, the same name of this podcast, or you can get me on Gmail, Conspiracy and Mystery Pod, Conspiracy. How you spell conspiracy and A and D mystery pod at gmail.com. And I am at uh c.f.mysteries on Instagram. That's pretty much all. I don't really do too, I'm not doing too much social media, man. It's too much of that stuff. And then of course I got my review channel, Ralphie Reviews, on YouTube. And as always, don't forget to like, subscribe, and I will see you on the next. Smoke.